There's a hundred thousand streets in this city. You don't need to know the route. You give me a time and a place, I give you a five minute window. Anything happens in that five minutes and I'm yours. No matter what. Anything happens a minute either side of that and you're on your own. Do you understand? Good. And you won't be able to reach me on this phone again. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? That's no moon. You gotta see this. With your host, Dan Mackles. I have a plan. And the very talented Miss... Carolina Jimenez. Could help if I got out and pushed. Now, let's start the show, shall we? Yeah, for this. Grid is live. Initiate light cycle battery. We are live and we are rolling. Oh, Welcome hello. back. Welcome back, everybody. This is You Gotta See This, if you didn't know it. I am your host, Dan Mackles. With me is my co-host. Carolina Jimenez. Welcome, everybody. And this is the podcast where each episode, our, your co-hosts take turns introducing each other to movies that they have never seen. And they should. And one of us think they should. So we make each other watch movies. For whatever reason. For whatever reason, yeah. It doesn't have to be a good movie. Sometimes it's a fun movie. Sometimes it's a, just an epic movie, a legendary movie, or a bad movie, but fun. What For whatever reason, if we think you got to see it, then we make each other see it. Torture. And torture. Some, some has been torture. Some has <laughs> not. Uh, I, think, I think the last one was, was not <clears throat> bad. We talked about 2002's Count of Monte Cristo. That was not torture. No, fun that, movie. That was, that was a blast. That and was that, was, that was my choice. Mm-hmm. So I think we discussed it as we were wrapping up the last episode mm-hmm. that you have chosen for us this episode. <laughs> okay. I'm stumbling over my words today. In my defense, I have <laughs> just come off a seven-day shift, yeah, and I'm a little, I'm a little tired. But sip I'm gonna coffee. bring it back sip together. Your tea. Sip your tea. I, mean, I, I will I sip my tea. tea. Will you introduce the movie that we are talking? Oh, about? Okay, I'll introduce the movie since I, well, I chose it, and um, we usually take turns to introduce each other's movies. But that's fine. I'll, I'll take over. Yeah, please help me. Help all, me. All I need to do is say that we're going to be talking about Drive. 2011 masterpiece drive i picked that's high it. praise that's high i know praise. i know that's that's my opinion my my useless opinion <laughs> it's <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies ever and when i learned that dan hadn't seen it i exclaimed you gotta see this one and i made him well, I'm, i it's one of those movies i can not stop talking about as you know. So it was not difficult to convince you to see it with me. And and that's what I, what I did. I made you watch it. 
And now we have to talk about it. I remember way before there was ever a conversation about a podcast, this was one of the first movies that you you had said to me, and I believe you said the phrase, you got to see this. <laughs> um, as we were discussing which movies in our back catalog of movies that we love to watch over and over again, you said this was near the top of your list. Yes. And I had... I, I had never seen it. Uh, but you knew about it, right? I knew about it. Mm-hmm. And we can get into why I kind of passed on it. But before we break into all the, the numbers and who starred in it, who would have starred in it, um, why? what's your connection to this movie? Why do you feel this is okay. one of the ones that you got to see? I passed on this one as well myself when it was out. Uh, my story with this movie is, is a bit weird because um, on 2011 when it came out in theaters... I was in Australia. I was working and living in Australia. And I was in a weird mood back then because I was I was kind of far away from family. It was the first time that I moved out that to outside to another Spain, country, yeah. to another country to work. And I, I, I felt a bit vulnerable, let's say. And I remember I, I made a lot of friends there. My coworkers were or from different parts of the of, of the country of different countries so we all had to kind of start over we made friends with each other and we used to go for lunch with each other we used to go for dinners you had a theater a community yeah a little little community in the in the department that i was working in the the company that was working for and they decided to go to the movies and see this one and someone said that it was a good movie but it was really violent someone 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 mentioned that to me and i thought you know what i'm not in the mood for a violent movie right now so i didn't go I stayed home. They went without me. And I, I just was not in the mood for a violent movie. So I didn't see it back then. A few months passed and I moved to London. And I was in London also in a weird mood because it was it, London. Is a, is but this a, was the weird mood in the right way, I guess. In a right way because uh, I was also alone. It was winter. London can be can be gray in many ways. If I could just stop you for a sec. Sure. It's it's. It's so true, though, when you say that uh, you were in a mood, you, you had to be in the right mood. Sometimes it's that perfect mix of how you're feeling when you see a movie, why you connect to it, right? That's, it's it's recently, very, very important. We recently talked about it. We said that the, the connection you make with a movie, it depends a lot on when in your life you are and how you're feeling in that moment. Because movies make, uh, they don't make an intellectual... An, intellectual connection with you that make an emotional connection with you the ones that stick with you anyways exactly the ones that that really stick with you and that become your favorite ones because they change you even slightly in one way or another and depends on on what your emotional state is at the the moment you 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 see them right and that has that has happened to you and and to me with different movies and different different moments in our lives yeah, we, and, we, we may have to revisit the conversation that sparked that <laughs> mood connection and it was a very heated one that took place yesterday but well, we, the, we don't have the time for it today we've, I don't we've think. had that conversation many times yeah no fair enough but okay. anyways sorry to cut you off uh you were in london in a weird mood continue okay so i was working in a different company and i was feeling very lonely because the the kind of camaraderie group that i had in in australia that's not the way things work in london london people are colder and and i i I was just moved there and i was pretty alone and, and moody and this company that was working for since we 
work in movies. We have little theaters in the in the, we, in the building. You, I don't. I just watch movies. We, you yes, work in I, movies. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. But um, they had this thing that every Wednesday they call it Wednesday Movie Wednesday kind of thing. So if you wanted to watch a movie, they would they would play a movie in our little theaters in the the little projection rooms that we had for people just to go and watch a movie. And there was an email every week saying what movie they were going to to play to screen that Wednesday. And and I saw the email and it was like Drive. And I remember, oh, this is the movie that I didn't watch back in Australia because I was not in the mood. I'm still not in the mood, but my alternative was to to be alone and go home alone and and not that feeling very well. So sad and it was it was a very sad moment for me. And so I thought, you know what? I I don't want to go straight home to 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 steal a strange home for me, strange place for me. So I was I thought, okay, uh I still don't think it's a right movie right now, but I don't want to go home. Fair enough. After work. So I'll stay for the movie. And I remember sitting in the room, there was like four more people with me. There was not really a lot of people. And I sat down alone and I was like, okay, let's kill a couple hours before going home. The movie started and oh my God, it blew my mind. It, It grabbed me. It took me where the movie wanted to take me. The movie did with me whatever it wanted to, and it 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 sticked with me. The soundtrack, the visuals, the story, the performance for days. It's multi-layered as far as the the, the things that take place in this. I, I remember this film. listening to the soundtrack for weeks after that because it was it was really it it I don't know exactly. It's hard to explain when when I, when I, when you have that connection, that experience with the movie, but it really did something for me that really helped me in that moment. And the movie is not really that kind of movie. It's really a violent yeah. movie. It's it's well, we can get into like uh, trying to classify what kind of movie it is. And I think for me, when I think about Drive, that sort of um, it didn't really have a specific genre. I remember when it came out and the ads I had seen for the trailers, um, it's sort of, I thought like, oh, what is this? Like a Fast and the Furious type movie? That's how it looks like. Mm -hmm. And then with Drive and around that time, I think was when... And the poster looks like that and the trailer looked like that. It doesn't look like much. And then I, and for me, I I was not a fan of the Fast and the Furious movies. Me neither. That sort of genre, well, I guess it's action. That that type of action film doesn't doesn't speak to me, right? So... I just thought I'd pass on. I think at that time too, um, the only thing I had really known Ryan Gosling from uh, was. Did you ever see The Notebook? No, like he, I didn't know Ryan Gosling at all. He's Canadian too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he Notebook actually for being one of those like quintessential romance movies. It's pretty good. You, this might have to be a you got to see this. Uh, it, it, oh, okay. It, it's it's very. Uh, it might be maybe cliche at this point, but I remember thinking it was Which a very is fine. Good, yeah, Which is fine. and he he was also like uh, he, he, I I may be wrong on this, but Ryan Gosling might have been a part of the Mickey Mouse Club back in the day when it was uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake and yeah. Britney Spears oh. and Christina Aguilera. So he's been around for quite some time. Okay. And, and play- I didn't know anything about him. This was the first time. This was your I introduction think- to yes. him. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I think seeing this now, uh, it was a big change in his his career trajectory. Yeah, for C- sure. Because the, the films sure. that I had seen him in 
where uh, he he had a tendency to play sort of a, a goofy character. I'm referring to his role in Remember the Titans, a, a football movie, and he had uh, a role in a TV show. It was a weird teen TV show called Breaker High. It was like a high school on a cruise ship. It was weird. You know about him way more yeah. than me. Well, he's Canadian, right? Mm-hmm. We oh, own, okay. So Canadians, right? you guys know about each other. And that's nice. Yeah, yeah exactly. So but, we yeah, can... The, the, just just to finish my story with about what I think this movie did to me, it it renewed my love for filmmaking. That's what I think it did for me, because I was in a low a low point also uh, professionally. I was I was having a bad experience with my last move to a different country to a different company. I was not sure that I was liking it so too much because of the 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 all the the surrounding factors around my experience with with my profession and this movie renewed my my love for filmmaking like i want to be a part of something I understood, like this right? i understood how a good movie is made in any any and in, in many layers in many ways and it it renewed my love for for making movies and for how, why movies talk to you visually and dra- take you places and connects with your with your heart in different ways. Like you said, connecting at the right time, yeah. right frame of mind. An emotional connection with you. That's that's all a movie needs to do to be a good movie. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's uh, do it. Let's Drive do this. Came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a budget of 50 million, which is uh, I, that's almost like like a low budget. Is very kind of movie, right? For like, it's a, actually independent, almost an independent movie. It's like a, damn has near like five, six actors, couple locations, but some big actors parts, though. Like very like good when we ones. touch on the cast, yeah. there was some big names in here. We have couple couple locations, three cars, couple apartments. It's it's a very simple movie in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for, which proves that you don't need much. No, no, you don't need much. But it also, uh, again, as much as you need the the, the right mood to enjoy a movie you almost need a, a a perfect combination of you know quality acting good story and the execution oh, of yeah. uh, like this is like you said no, my for, point was that you you need talent not money to make a good movie very that true was my point. very true yeah mm-hmm. so again 15 million it took uh, home 35 million uh, domestically mm-hmm. and a worldwide gross of of 77 million so i mean if you're just speaking on the return I would say it did well. It didn't do bad. No, it obviously. It, it, it did well. Um, and I believe it was praised by... by. Oh, yeah. You take a look. Uh, the IMDb mm. rating is uh-huh. a 7.8. The Rotten Tomatoes critics, 92% fresh. Good. And audience, a little bit lower at 79. But I can understand that because in a way... I get it. I get it. It's not a popular movie. Yeah, it's not... Um, even though you say you can watch it over and over and over some people may uh, find it like a tough sit it, it 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 could be i understand that i understand that it's not for everybody probably or for any day if you're not myself <laughs> <laughs> but uh take a look taking a look at the the cast i mean we touched on ryan gosling like brian cranston wow I mean, what can you say about brian wow. cranston and when when they were filming this this is like right in the, the the heart of the Breaking Bad, and you can tell run and how good is he? Mm. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't do a ton. No. Now I think he mostly focuses on 
passion Small projects. Roles. Yeah, smaller yeah, roles. Like, what does he? What does he need the money for? Right. Exactly. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, he's been in the omnipresent. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> like in everything. In everything. He's yeah. in that upcoming Dune. Yes. He's uh, yes. playing the father of the hero. Uh, what's what's the count oh or something? God. I don't know. The Duke Leto? There you go. It's Duke Leto. <laughs> and the, here's Dune, by the way. <laughs> and, and again, you brought it up. Obligatory You Dune brought it reference. up. Not me. I'm holding back. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm a fan of Oscar Isaac for... I loved him in Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, and he's in Star Wars too. Poe Dameron. Fun like mm-hmm. that. The Han Solo character of the... Of the Disney trilogy, which we're not going to discuss mm-hmm. because it's a not now, tense, not now, later. It's a tense topic between your two co-hosts, and you will find out why <laughs> soon enough. Uh, Christina Hendricks, do you, do you uh, are you familiar with her? Because you never watched Mad Men, did you? No. Great show. Great okay. show. She was a prominent character on Mad nice. Men, and she had a small, she was a pretty small role. Smaller in this. role. And then, but, kind but of, still, all of them are great. Mm. All of them are great. Yeah, the, the 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 acting here was top notch, and the last two to kind of round out the cast as far as notable names are Ron Perlman, who is the quintessential bad guy. Right. I mean, when I think of Ron Perlman, although he did play Hellboy, which is a a heroic character, anti-hero maybe. He's always I always think of him as a bad guy. He's just he's just got that face. I always think of the name of the rose for him, for me is the, the i know you haven't seen the name of is the that rose. the sean connery one yes oh he was in that yeah oh have you seen that movie no i've no guess I've what seen it. i don't guess even what? know what about guess it. what you gotta see it okay <laughs> <laughs> look for that in future episodes and albert brooks albert yes. brooks uh he he played pretty much the main bad guy he's the he's the boss yeah he's the main boss villain and he's good too he's scary god damn it yeah he's he's in he's got an interesting catalog of movies where mm-hmm. he plays i don't i personally have not seen him play a lot of roles uh the heavy mm-hmm. so it no, was yeah. it was interesting to see him in here and sometimes you can you can have a, a, a an actor in a role and you won't connect with it because you're like, oh, I'm used to seeing him as a, as a mm-hmm, good guy, right? Mm-hmm. But I found his performance very engaging and, and believable. So the cast was, cast was stellar. I did mm-hmm. notice here uh, that Hugh Jackman was approached for the lead. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that would have been that interesting. Been interesting. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. It's not always easy to, to imagine someone else. Um, portraying a character that you love, but I can see it. I can see he's he's good. He's good. Yeah, Hugh Jackman can do just about anything. Probably he's, yes. uh, he can ver- sing. The <laughs> guy can sing. Now it was directed- actually Ryan Gosling can sing a really? little bit. La La Land. Never seen it. Okay, well, I might make you watch it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it was directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Mm-hmm. Who is that? No one knew, but then. Yeah, he he's got. Uh, it seems like he focuses on more of these smaller films. He's not as, American. He's. I remind me where is he from? Uh, it says he's that European. he was born in Copenhagen, Denmark. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the keys for this movie because it's a movie. It's an American movie with many American flavors, but the base of it is not an American basic. We can say so. It doesn't. That's why it doesn't taste exactly like a, like a typical American movie. True, I, it doesn't I think follow if, that structure, right? I think if this same script would have been 
uh, taking over by Amer- an American director, it would have been a much different different movie. Mm-hmm. So one of the main things that this movie does is it takes its time. The dial uh, there's not a lot of dialogue in this movie. There's a lot of silence. There's a lot of pauses. There's a lot of it takes its time showing things and letting you soak stuff and understand the the looks. It does really let some scenes breathe too. And exactly. Like almost to the point where you're uncomfortable because like I just want someone to say something. Yeah. I want somebody but it's not boring. Because we're because we're used to much faster cinema. That's why I mean when what what I with uh the American style. This is a, a different not an American style and I, I think it comes from this director being being made a filmmaker outside America and that's why it feels so different I think. Yeah, and like you touched on the the dialogue is is sparse at times. Uh, I think it falls into that category of of less is more, and no scene for me encapsulates encapsulates. I can't speak, probably. There's no scene that is a better example of that than the opening scene oh where God. it's that it's it's setting it up like there's a heist, mm-hmm. and he's talking with these two guys via phone like i'm gonna be here at such such a time you have me for this window yeah, and that's flat it minute window and then it cuts to you see him sitting in his vehicle uh waiting for them to do the heist and you expect that okay here comes the big chase scene but it's not really what it's it is it's not a chase scene it's a, but it's tense like hell it's really tense but it's not really a, the classical chase scene and it's 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 quick too. Like, it, yeah. like is it maybe like a five minute something like scene? that? Like something not like even. That. Yeah. But it's it, I I remember right after that ended, I was like I'm 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 in for this movie. Mm-hmm. This is this it does a it traps you right. It does a it a, a, a really um, subverts expectations in mm-hmm. a way, right? Like much like I was expecting this to be uh, charging through the streets of Los Angeles and mm-hmm. all sorts of like side swiping other vehicles and narrowly missing head on collisions. No. no, like it's just, just enough. And it kept that tension. And <laughs> when the scene ends, I just love the way it ends. The car's parked and he's just up and out of there and, and, and that's it. And it, you never really go back to that. And he's a calm guy. He's mm-hmm. a very calm guy, which at times it's almost scary. He's a silent, calm guy. He doesn't say much. He, he doesn't even have a name. He's credited as the driver. He doesn't have a name. Have you noticed that no one mentions him by no. his name? Brian Cranston just refers to him as kid. As a kid. Hey, the kid, the driver. Now, there, here's, here's the thing, too. I think some people um, can get frustrated when... They're dropped into a movie and, and it's just like, here, this is what's happening. And there's not really a ton of explanation of why things are like, again, this guy doesn't even have a name. Mm-hmm. It's established that he does some stuff in the underworld. Mm-hmm. He is he also knows about cars. He drives. He's a mechanic. But he has... He works in the movie industry skills. as a stunt driver. And what's... Um, Brian Cranston's character mm-hmm. and him are sort of linked in the way that... Cranston uh, looks like he coordinates some action scenes for uh, the studios. He's also got his garage, and then he wants to venture into, it looks like, stock car racing. Mm-hmm. But what is it, like, the the connection between them, the relationship between them is very vague. Like, They're is he, so is opposite. Agent? He, is, is he sort of an agent? He tells the story that he, he has a, a garage, a car garage, and he says that 
the kid one day shows up asking for a job. He puts him to the test and it turns out he's great. He's magnificent. So he hires him in the spot. And he provides. But clearly, he's got some history. Like he's. Oh, there's and, some and real we history. Told, we, yeah. ne- we never tell. We never told what kind of what's what's in the background. And and he provides for jobs for him to drive for movies, and he also uh, he sets up fixes the-, the cars that he's going to use for the heists. So they're both they're. They're partners. existing in two different worlds. They're partners in in all the businesses that they have together. One is the driver, then the other guy is the one that fi- that fixes the cars and fixes jobs for him. Now I have another question. Like me, you may not be able to answer this, uh, but there's the, the 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 Albert Brooks character. Seems like he's kind of like a financier of certain things, and he's got a history with Brian Cranston's character. He's he's a mob guy, mob, right? Yeah, he's mob a mob guy. guy. The mafia, yeah. There's a very distinctive uh, character trait that. Um, Brian Cranston's character has he's he's got like this sort of brace for his hip mm-hmm. and then it's alluded to that perhaps it was broken mm-hmm. because he didn't pay up or something mm-hmm. is is that that yes. that's correct yes, right exactly and they're very opposite characters in in, in the way that uh, Ryan Gosling's character as we said he's very calm he's very he's very patient he's very silent he measures everything he does and says as in Brian Creston's character he's probably the opposite he talks too much he goes too far he crosses lines and he faces people that he shouldn't probably and he gets in trouble pretty often so they're really opposite that's why i'm assuming they work well together for some time. Yin and yang. Until things go sideways. And and, and they do go sideways. Yes, they do. Uh, and so trying to classify this movie, mm-hmm. what what would you classify it's it as? It's a love story. It's a fucking love story. Which is, it's, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to disagree with you because <laughs> that, that relationship is so interesting between... Ryan Gosling and I forget I forget her name. I didn't write it down because I recognized her, but she hadn't really been Carrie, oh. in anything that. Look it up. Look it up. We need to mention her. She's good. She's okay. good. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up, and you try to explain this love story. It's love story because he's he's a solitary guy that he just moved into a building. We assume is not is never told, but we assume um, escaping from something from something in his past. And yeah, like he came here for a fresh start, right? It feels like that. And the next door neighbor is this woman, is this mother that has a kid. And they 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 cross paths a few a times. A couple times, yeah. We see a few times, a couple of scenes. And finally, uh, he helps her with the groceries one, this one time. And you can see this. There's a ca- connection. There's a, na- there's a natural smart, there's, there's, spark spark. <laughs> there's, there's a natural smart and i don't know what a smark is uh, yeah you just watch the movie and you'll see <laughs> that's it's there <laughs> and they, there's like an like almost an instant chemistry but it's not played out like a traditional romance it's not told it's, it's really subtle you can see it in their eyes something's going on yeah she's married though and which her- which isn't introduced until they've uh, spent a, like a little bit of time together and the way that they no, the, the first scene of the grocery scene you can t- see um his look through through a mirror of the very smart um 
scene, by the way, very smart framing. There's a picture of uh, her son's father. And she sees that he's looking at the picture and she says, that's Venezia's father. And he asks very subtly, where is he? And she says, she's, he's in jail. Oh, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. So it's established that he's in jail. Okay. So she's alone. She's raising this kid alone because the father... But then again, at that time, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're together. Like... No, they're not. They're just met. Yeah. But there's chemistry in the air, for sure. But but he's he's patient and he's respectful enough to not make a move because she's married. But there's still this chemistry that, that everyone can feel. And it's amazing how they build up only by the way they look at each other and by... Yeah, by, there's, no, there's no like the love scene or no, passionate making out. They're just... No. They're just quietly in the car together or in her apartment together. And you can tell that there's sort of this... Something's I don't know if it's like a peace or, or just there's a comfort that the two of them yeah. are, are sharing. And they're not uh, expressing it in, in many other ways than just exchanging looks. And it's not cheesy. It's not... It's, it's, it's so it's, beautiful. It's I've n- I had never... It's beautiful in a, in, in a way, in the filmmaking way. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful in the way that, that I had never understood uh, a love love story growing up, growing this slowly between two peop- two characters in a movie without words, without touching mm-hmm. each other. So, so... Very unique. Yes. Very, very yes. unique. Yeah. And uh, shocker, the, the the husband gets released from prison. Mm-hmm. Now and that's I, the day that the, yeah they he understands that he needs to step back. Obviously. Now this is the part where, as much as I was on board with the movie, another example of subverting expectations. The the husband comes home, is played by Oscar Isaac. Um, he looks. Like he's been involved in shifty stuff naturally because he was in prison. <laughs> but you think it's going to go a certain way. You think yeah. that there's going to be this love triangle and tension. And they hint at it a bit. There's, there's, a, there's an awkward exchange. With, yeah. There's an awkward exchange in the hallway. And again, I, I love how Gosling carries himself. It's not like he's bowing up to the guy. He's not presenting himself in a threatening alpha male kind of way. The, he's approached by because the husband. Because he's probably way more dangerous than mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac's character, but he doesn't need to show he d- it. He doesn't need he to. He didn't do anything wrong. But I just, I just love it how he's it's, like, oh, so, so you've cool. been, uh, I've been hearing a lot about you. I've been taking care of everybody. That's great. And he's just, he, he's got a, a non-aggressive smile. It's like, yeah, just happy to help. Which is strong, strong yeah. as hell. Yeah, and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was very cool. But again. It doesn't go that way. No, it, you, 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 the movie makes you feel it's going to a certain way, but no. And then we find out that uh, obviously being in prison, you're going to still get messed up with nefarious characters. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Isaac's character is, is, is dealing with trouble. that. His, yeah. his, his existence in prison has followed him home as he's trying to... It seems like he's genuine. It seems like he is trying to repair yeah. his life. He's trying to escape what he was once involved in, but like it's many, not it's not that easy. And and, and he the, um, the Ryan, Ryan Gosling's character realizes that his past is putting her and the kid in danger, and he decides that he has to do something. He's so, going to help. So he decides to help this guy just to protect her and the kid, and and things go sideways like, yeah it, but but, it, but 
still, it, it almost seems I don't like... I want to spoil it too much. No, no, we'll, we'll try not to spoil it, but yeah. I, I also like it how Oscar Isaac's character is accepting of it. He's he, like he's he's grateful because he has nothing, no choice. He has nothing else. No one, no one to trust really. And this guy seems to to be to know what to do and and generally wanted to help. And they team up. Yeah, it's the most unlikely couple to to team up on a job. And it doesn't. Uh, again, it like those. It's about halfway through the movie, so it's not going to go smooth. This this one last job. And then everything just kind of unravels from there. Mm-hmm. Now, um, it was basically a damn near perfect film for me. Oh, if, if, wow! If, no, 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 it's 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 hard. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it, it makes for you know not as entertaining conversation. It's like, what do you think? I thought it was great. I thought it was great too. Done. The only the only <laughs> things I thought that were were kind of weird. Um, there's a scene in the beginning. Where after you've had that initial getaway, um, setting up the the character, the driver, uh, it then flashes to him sort of on set as they're filming a crash scene. Mm-hmm. Now he's doubling for the actor in the role, and the actor happens to be bald, so the driver puts on this this mask, prosthetic. This, this prosthetic mask, mm-hmm. so it looks so when they're doing the shot, it will kind of look like him. Thing that made no sense to me. When when this job goes sideways and he's now the kid, the driver is going to exact revenge on. It was a double cross, was it not? It was. It, yes. it, it was a double cross. They were set up to fail. Mm-hmm. He starts taking uh, revenge on those who set him up. There's one particular character that, when he's exacting that revenge, he decides to go out and grab the mask and put the mask on. Mm. Okay. I didn't understand that. Did, did that make sense to you? Can you explain that to me? When he gets into the restaurant thing? Yeah, the restaurant cuz he 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 follows yeah, him out. Yeah, you would you would think you don't need to cover your your face, you're going to just kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Maybe it's a gimmick. Maybe it's just a That part I didn't understand. I was like, I don't I I, I didn't I think I about that. I didn't really think about that. But yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know if it's got an explanation, but um, maybe it was his way of not being himself while doing what he was doing. It was Something the only. Like it was the only. Not know. even gripe I would have with the film because we touched on it earlier. There's so much that goes unexplained in here, and yeah. and and it doesn't need to be that. I just didn't understand. Anyone that loves the movie as as much as we are. Per- Fessing to love it. If that scene makes sense to you, could you explain it to me? And like I, we've maybe, established maybe over the last little while that maybe he was that... just trying to not be himself while doing something terrible. Again. Yeah, maybe, maybe, or maybe. something like that. I, I, I don't know. I'm just making things up. Whenever, no whenever I see scenes like that, I'm <laughs> like, I think I'm not smart enough to understand what's going on. Nah, here. there's got to nah. be some sort of metaphor that I am not picking up on. But... So, sometimes director has their reasons and they just don't share them with us, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess. Fair enough. I guess. Soundtrack. Oh my god. They're pretty good, eh? It's really good. It's not just the soundtrack, it's the as in the the songs used to as soundtrack for the soundtrack for the movie. They're the they're amazing songs picked perfectly and put together in the right times and right moments and and the it's it's they help to that contrast of very calm or classic sound or music during a very violent scene kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it takes you places and it's and it's yeah, it's the soundtrack is 
marvelous. Yeah, I, you know, it, unless there is anything else specifically that you want to touch on, because we're trying one hard. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah, go ahead. The use of color. I think I pointed this to you. You've done a video on that um, well, on your I've YouTube used, channel. I've and, used Drive as an example for how for how to make a lot of things in filmmaking. So many times in my classes and my talks and my videos explaining explaining filmmaking because this this movie is full of examples on how to give information and how to to transmit um, feelings and ideas only with visuals with camera moves with silence with with light and darkness with color this this movie is uh, a festival of blue and orange it's it's all tinted blue and orange for the right reasons everywhere and it's it's just beautiful how how those tools those are tools that filmmakers use to tell stories and to transmit feelings and this movie is just Full with examples on how you can do those things and with music and with with silences more than words and it's I just yeah I, you could you could teach a full course on filmmaking with just using this movie and which is which is also interesting too when I when I think about this movie um, it is very I, I don't know I didn't take a look I, I don't know if it won any awards or was nominated for any awards. Uh, I think it was nominated for smaller awards, but uh, a lot of people that Did the Academy year, just pass it by? Yeah, the, the Academy, the Oscars just passed on it. And there were big filmmakers, I remember, that year complaining about the absence of drive in the in the nominations. A lot of people wanted it to be to be awarded the way it should and, and but it was just a, a too small of a movie from a very unknown director do you know what, do you know what? for the I, oscars I, I think i i don't know if that would necessarily be the case because whenever i watch the oscars i'm like what is this movie i've never heard of this movie i've never heard of this director but you know what might have I, I i don't know if this was a contributing factor but for what is feels like an artsy movie it is got several a handful of scenes two that i can think of right off the top of my head that are shockingly graphic yep L- like very l- graphic like up there with Bloody hostile graphic. or saw level so gore. graphic that i look away yeah. and i've seen it a thousand times and i look away which is, <laughs> which is it's it's very it's very jarring when you see it you're like whoa mm-hmm. like i I was not expecting that. I wonder yeah. if that maybe, I don't know, turned the more esteemed members of the Academy off. I'm not sure. It just... I, I don't know. And I, I'm assuming we'll never know. It also has the most beautiful kiss scene in cinematic history. You think so? Because, well, one of one of them. Obviously, I'm exaggerating because I love this. But, but the only time that we see them kiss, the only time we see them touch each other other than when they Don't hold their hands, hold hands yeah. in the car. It's very tender. Is is that slow motion kiss in the elevator in mm-hmm. right before a very violent scene. So is the contrast. This movie's full of contrasts and and isn't that scene beautiful? It is. Yeah, and then it's fucking violent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing I like about this this movie is I, I would you call it an ambiguous ending? Yes. On purpose, obviously. Yeah. I saw a quote from the director and I really liked it. Oh. Um, this, 
this movie, um, would you say it could have a little bit of a cult following to it? Uh, there, there's enough people, I think, out there that... Because you're not the first person that's Obviously, mentioned this to me. Yeah. But I, I like what the, the director said here is, is like, no, there will never be a second drive no, movie. No, no, no. It ends too imperfectly. And that's why it works. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know that line. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and it's 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 very true. Um I I don't know what else we can say about this movie. But I, I want a jacket. You want the scorpion jacket? With a scorpion in the back. Yeah. I want that jacket. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's a very it's a very cool look. I wonder if there's any significance about that. I, when I was reading up on the trivia, I didn't I, I didn't have, no have anything idea, that it's, pointed out. It's not out. mentioned anywhere else. No. So you don't see a scorpion anywhere else, so it's, it's no. But it stands out. You're it's like, just his that's jacket. just a big scorpion on that guy's jacket. A golden jacket, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. So yeah, it's, if he doesn't want to draw attention to himself, maybe wear something else. Yeah. I guess so. But uh, yeah, for me, I, mean, I, I can't say much more than, than you got to see this movie. Okay. I think this is a, a, a wonderful movie. It sounds silly, but I'm, I, I'm, I feel better for watching it because <gasps> oh. yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's probably of the, of the movies that we have covered that you have shown me, mm-hmm. uh, exposed me to, mm-hmm. this would be my favorite. <gasps> Absolutely favorite. I, okay. I... I would watch this again. I'm so happy. It's actually on in the background right yeah, now. Yeah, we had it in the background as, as we're recording this. But I thought it was. Thank I'm you, so happy. thank you, Miss. Oh wow! Thank you, Miss Jimenez, for oh, wow. for bringing this into my into my my vision. You're very welcome. And and if we can make more people watch it, then yeah, we're we're done our job. Yeah, what? Right? Go go see Drive. Very very. Ma- good. Maybe it's probably maybe it's not for everybody. Would you say that? Mm. Uh, the only thing I would warn against is just the the violence, right? The, like, and I'm someone who doesn't like violent movies. I don't like the. And it's not movies. cartoony. It's not cartoony over no. the top. Like, remember I, Watchmen? The the yeah, violence was exactly. was cartoony in a way. Yeah, I this don't isn't. like violent movies. I don't like the Saw movies. I don't like horror movies. I love Tarantino though because he's violence. He's very violent, but he's cartoony. He's so over the top that I enjoy Tarantino's violence a lot and this movie is one of the has one of some of the most violent scenes i've ever seen and it's and the realism so the realism of it uh, yeah. is, is is the part that it can be uh can be like, whoa I so maybe it's it. not for it's for, for everybody everybody should see this movie maybe not grandmas or maybe not if you're in, you're in a sensitive spot yeah, don't sit or... your seven seven year old. Like when I when <laughs> oh, no. I made my seven year old no. watch it, he was very taken aback by it. Still has nightmares <laughs> oh, to this day. <laughs> but uh, on that note, yeah, I, I think that's for for a film this good. It's it's hard to say much more than I liked it. Yes, I liked it, and cool. and, 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 I, and I don't want to sp- I don't want to spoil. No, anything, we shouldn't. So. We shouldn't because it's 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 totally worth having a watch and without spoilers. So having said that. Next week, mm-hmm. next episode, sorry, is my choice. And let me start off by, why, you know. Why, why are you going to pick? Why well, are you going to pick? Well, as I, as I, as I stated, th- thank you for exposing me to drive. Mm-hmm. I would like to say in advance, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Because uh-huh. uh, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> think that this is a great follow-up. It's violent. Oh. There's some... Some understated, uh, maybe not understated. There, there's, there's, there's action and 
some similarities where it's kind of a vigilante out there okay. exacting some revenge against mob members. Okay, it's the same movie then. Ah, close, <laughs> <Okay>. close. Uh, <laughs> Which it's, one? It's 2004's Punisher starring Thomas Jane. Okay. And I really love this movie. Okay. But I can see where it may have flaws. So we're going to we're going to find out what you think about it. But and you still think I should watch it, right? I, th- I think so because okay. for a movie that came out in 2004, it's based on a comic book, and there's this element of uh, it's the last sort of remnants of them trying to figure out how to make a good comic book movie. Okay. And it's not... So it's an early attempt. Yeah, this is before The Dark Knight. This is before the Iron Man uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe has become what it is Mm -hmm. now. And I, I, I felt watching it, it was almost a throwback to an 80s action movie. Okay, good. And on top of that, I, I, I felt that it didn't get enough run. It came out, I think, the same year as Ben Affleck's Daredevil. And Daredevil got a lot more exposure. Another, another, another attempt no, for... Yeah, another for... Marvel movie that mm-hmm. um, it, was, it, was, it was pushed by the studio. Where this one, I think it almost just slipped into straight to DVD. And in my I, opinion, I heard it's of it. I heard of it, but I never, never watched it, no. Well, we're going to save that discussion for next time. Okay. So in the meantime, if you guys like what you hear, uh, please follow us. You can find us on Twitter at you, as in the letter U, Gotta See This PC Podcast. Your hosts are... Carolina Jimenez um, at Oka Infografia. And I am Dan Mackles at Dan Mackles. So, yeah, again, if, if, if you guys like what you hear, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Let, let us know what you think about Drive and all the movies that we've talked on. That's why we're doing this podcast, yes. is just to interact with the fan base and open up the discussion, which, which we love doing here, and that's talking movies. Because talking about movies is fun. This is, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry that I wasn't sharp today. That's what working seven days in a row will do to you. Next time will be my turn, probably. Until next time, get out there, keep watching movies, people. Bye bye.